Hey everybody, welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing podcast show here at 92KLZ. This is the improv show in Houston, Texas. We got Amici in the studio. We got John in the studio. We got Tandy in the studio. We got myself, Antoine. I don't have a sound effect just yet. I'm working on it. I will show everybody when I got it. Uh, we're in Houston, Texas. We do a, uh, a show where we do improv, long-form improv, typically. And the way it works is we'll usually have a guest. We'll have a discussion. We'll have opinions, topics, whatever. Use that to inspire scenes right here on the spot. Jump back into the discussion. Tonight is one of those nights. In the, in the studio, we have Shatana Powell. Hello. Yes. Hi. And, and how do you say cultural? Cultural worker. worker. Yeah. Cultural worker. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes into that title. Yeah. I mean, I've been an adjunct professor at University of Houston. I've worked at the Museum of Fine Arts as one of your teaching artists and museum educators. I also currently substitute teach. I've been an eighth grade teacher. Um, but all it all just boils down to like culture. Yes. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So, so. What's the simplest way to define that title? Like, if if you're gonna tell somebody, yeah, I'm a cultural worker, maybe at a dinner party or something, they're like, oh, what's that? How would you put that into like a nutshell? Yeah, um, I educate various groups on topics that are relevant to our culture, our American culture, with specific emphasis on African American art. Gotcha. And uh, what led you down that path? Um, it was a long path, but I basically always wanted to do art ever since I was a little kid. And my parents were like, no. What? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they just, they didn't believe that it was a worthy pursuit. Also, I'm sure there was a lot of things like it doesn't make you money. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes it's just like a pendant degree or what do they call it? It's just like one of those token degrees. Like mm-hmm. I also have a degree in English literature, mm-hmm. but you know, you go out into the real world and they always want you to like justify like what use you can be in their organization because of this pendant type thing that you have. Um, and it's the same thing because I got master's in African-American studies. And so, again, someone's just like, oh, this is a really great degree. But, like, what skills do you actually mm-hmm, have? Mm-hmm. How can you make me money? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, ultimately, um, it just, I realized that everything I've been doing is really just, like, an arts focus because I've always wanted to do more arts. And when I was younger, like, my parents were just like, no, you're not doing this, <laughs> which made me, like, just work even harder to get this kind of education and ultimately has, like, defined my path you know um in life and i find that even now today a lot of people really could use an arts education because especially in like an african-american context it's a art is a way that you can express yourself and a lot of african-american or even african communities are going through like trauma with regards to like mental health and um you just don't feel like comfortable or yourself And by engaging in the arts, you can work through those traumatic issues. Mm. And it's a relatively inexpensive way also to go through and just, like, build community, build confidence, build, like, build yourself up. Can Um, can I ask what your parents did? uh, Yes. My mother is a nurse practitioner who Mm -hmm. currently works for the VA hospital. And my dad's from Birmingham, Alabama, and he is a trucker. (laughs) He's currently always on the road. 
So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a family. Yeah, practical. Yeah. 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 Practical. practical application. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> practical. Skills. Yes. Specific skills. Yeah. Very specific skills. They were to ask him what point he can do. He would say, "I could get stuff from point A to point B." Mm-hmm. Did or they reliably. want? Did they want to do oh, art wheels. like in in any of their history and was was. Uh, did they meet the same kind of resistance they gave you? Um, so my mom, her mother was a nurse at the St. Joseph Hospital. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she, because I went to U of H, she went to U of H. She said that she was studying English literature at U of H. Oh, wow. And she quit and moved to nursing because she was just like, I realized really quickly I would need money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so um, I, I, I'll admit I am kind of one of those people only yeah. because though I obviously have respect for the arts I when I hear someone who's getting like an English literature degree or an art history degree I ask okay so what are you going to do with that de- I'm just super curious if there is some sort of career path or something that I'm unaware of that they can do with that degree besides teaching so and you see, that's the whole thing, because in English, you just read everything. And everything in our society is reading. There's literally nothing you can't learn by reading. So when someone's just like, um, for example, I've never organized a conference before this. Um, last year was my first conference. It went off really well. And um, nobody had confidence I could do any of this. But I was just like... Google, how do you organize a conference? <laughs> um, I read a couple of books on organizing conferences. I asked a couple of people on, like, what are the best practices? I read a couple of blogs. And then I was like, well, it seems, based on the things I've read, this is what you need to do. So I did it. So, like, my ultimate, you know, message for everyone, anyone, is just, like, what you want to know is out there. You just got to read it. And lots of people are not reading folks. They're not reading folks. They're not reading folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it is like one of the most important skills to learn is how to read and dissect the information you're reading. You know, um, I mean, to the point where they do tests on kids in like the third or fourth grade. If they cannot read by that gear or that grade, then their whole trajectory of like how they can become economic contributors is all thrown off and going slightly towards the prison system you know so you're right in that stance if you got an english literature degree you can read um um, but when that what it makes me think of is law school like i so when i grew up people that went towards those degrees um a lot or a great percentage of them ended up if they weren't teaching went to law school or went to further education in another field antoine Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> we cut to a uh <clears throat> we cut to a uh, an office uh in a in a in a company. Oh, okay. I'm so glad uh you showed up here for your uh, interview, Mr. uh oh boy. Can you help me with your name? Mr. uh Mr. Uh, Brightflower. Yes, Mr. Brightflower. Thank you so much. Oh gosh, yes. So um we're uh, is according to um you know the the paperwork you see that we're hiring someone mm-hmm. specifically with a background in English English literature. Uh it's important to us here and uh you made the cut. So congratulations. Thank you. Uh I, I made the cut. I'm I'm, I'm very pleased uh about that. Uh, what exactly is the job? I, it wasn't very clear on, on the application. Yeah, it was really hard for us to kind of get the language out there, you know. That's really why we want someone uh, who uh, 
majored in English literature. What we need is a professional reader on staff. Um, we're really bad at reading over here. I mean, oh. a lot of us can't. And the ones of us who can don't want to take the time to do it. Uh, hold on a moment. Okay. Hey, did we oh. hire the new guy yet? Hey, oh, no. I'm I got my presentation up, and I can't get through it unless this guy comes in and help okay, me. Okay, okay. Give me a minute. I'm, I'm trying to you The know, board is waiting for okay, me. Okay, okay. Give me a few. Just give me about five to ten, all right? All right, all right. I'll close this up. Okay, so you see we're really in need of your services. Oh, yeah, wow. It's, gotta, yeah, it sounds like you guys need a lot of help here. Yeah, a lot of help. We send out for a lot of our written work. We just call the people and tell them what we want. They put it in writing, and damn it, when they send it back, we can't read a thing. So uh, you'll be uh, a real asset here, real asset. We're very, very glad to have, uh, have you if you if you. Okay, wait. Up. So, so nobody in this building can read. Well, there may be one or two, one or two people, but it, even they don't want to take the time to read. You know, it's 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 terrible. But uh, you know, but we're we're growing. I know you've seen our our performance on uh, uh, the stock reports and everything. It is have you seen the reports? <laughs> Have you read them? No, well, no. I kind of listen to. Uh, I watch TV a lot, and um, okay. they kind of tell me what's going on. And you know, when because yeah, uh, yeah, the company's not you doing that great. What? Yeah. Oh no. We, we cut to later that day in the break room. Oh, you the new guy, huh? Uh, yeah, I got hired this morning. Yeah, you one of them uh, reading folks. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, can, I have an English. I don't like you. Why not? We don't need no reading folks around here. We've been doing fine without you people here so far. All right? Are you sure? Can you tell me which one of these is decaf? <laughs> yes, the one, the one on the left. Thank you. It says decaf. See, above. normally mm -hmm. it would be it would have an orange <laughs> handle. Right. Ever since you showed up, now I don't know what's going on. It doesn't have an orange handle. People just putting words on things, making it harder for everybody. Well, I'm watching you. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not that hard to... Kind of figure it out. What? I'm, I'm just saying. It's not hard to figure what out. Do you? I could teach you how to read if you no, want. No, you get that away from me. You get that? What is that book? Yes, yeah, a dictionary. Get that away from me. I don't need that. Oh, so, I've made it this far. Okay. All right, all right. Get out of the way. I need to get to the refrigerator. Get my my lunch out. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no problem. I was talking Dang. to the new guy. Oh, is that the new reader? Yeah, yeah, it's one of them reading folks. Oh, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, look, I'm opening up this refrigerator. Can you read which one of these is my lunch sack? My uh, my wife wrote my name on it. I do not know which one is mine. Uh, I told you to stop bringing the brown bag. I bring the brown bag. Listen, everybody can't bring no official lunch. What I look like a grown person with a a a, a colorful lunch kit? I just need a brown sack. No, no, I need the brown. You put the brown sack in there, it gets confusing. I know, but excuse me, y'all. Oh, what? I'm trying to get some water. Can somebody tell me what this pink slip says? I, I can, yeah. Can you, go ahead. That's the new reader, man. Okay. Yeah. It yeah, says, he reads that. Yeah, it, it, says says got, it says you were fired last week. I was fired last week? Yeah. Last week. It's, That's why I have all those pink slips? I thought they were like parking, you know, vouchers or something. No, I, th I think. Give me the other ones. <laughs> okay, it looks like they've been trying to fire you for a while, but you keep showing up. Uh, get you, the hell out of you here. You never read any of these? No, they, the pink. You know, it was a happy color, so I associated it with something that I like, which is parking vouchers. Were, were you getting a paycheck, man? How you? I mean, I I got some some mail. You got something in the mail. I saw I a know, couple man. of numbers on it. I know what numbers can I, are. Can I, so see I know what numbers are. You know. Can I see those? Yeah, here's here's another bag. <laughs> These are overdraft fees from the bank. Are you serious? Yeah. What <laughs> does that say, overdrive? Where? How can you tell it says overdrive on yeah, there? There's a there's a negative, but 
in front of a really big number. You're in a lot of debt. Man, you need to come to my house. I got this big note on the door, and I'm not sure exactly what it <laughs> <Insane>. says. <laughs> you know. But Shatana, why do you think people are so opposed to reading? Um, I think it has a lot to do with our society, and in fact, that's a lot of reasons why I went away from like literature and more into art. Um, because like we live in a society that separates knowledge like if you think about a picture is like a really democratic way of learning you can look at the picture like your friend did in the book and be like well i can see that these people are doing this and from that i can infer this and so like that's why a lot of um older societies used to use like pictorial things to kind of communicate knowledge because um like our brains are better at working at like symbolism like, we know symbolism really well today in America. Like, everything's a symbol. McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, you know, like, you see these symbols and you associate it with a certain amount of values and, like, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you turn that from, you know, things that everyone can get to, like, words in a language where you have to, like, learn the intricacies of it, which I absolutely love, like, before I was studying... English, I was studying linguistics, and then I studied, like, communications, and so I was just like, oh, this is so great, you know, but not everyone wants to go through that. It's also, like, so annoying also, because you could say something in English, but you say it in a different way, and it means something else, and someone who doesn't speak English, they're so confused all the time. They're just like, I have no idea what anyone's ever saying, even when you speak into me in a really direct way. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Because there's so many ways that, you know, in our culture we communicate, even with words, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can inflect, you can cut part of the word off and it means something different. Mm-hmm. Um, or the same, it's just say it different, you know. Um, My favorite story was uh, working as a nurse uh, in the hospital. I remember um, the doctor talked to the patient and his wife, left the room, and I went in after, and um, uh, English was the second language for the patient. And the man looked so confused, and he finally said, you know, the doctor, he kept telling me I had good genes. I had good genes. I said, yeah. I said, well, what, I think what he was saying was maybe because of the outcome of the surgery and all the stuff that happened that, you know, it could have been worse, but maybe it's, it's, a, it's good for you because of your genetics. And that's what he means, like how your body is made. Like, he's like, oh, <laughs> I kept thinking that man was talking about my pants. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife were really wondering why, <laughs> why he kept talking about the pants. <laughs> so, yes, English is a very supple uh, a supple uh, way, uh, a method of expressing certain yeah. things. We got a lot of meaning. We cut to a uh, doctor's office uh, surgery. Excuse me, sir. Y- yes? Um, we're not going to be able to do that um, surgery on you today. Um, we just discovered something um, in your lab results. Oh, man. Um, something, something wrong? Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> My assistants believe from your lab results that they, they, they think that you have poor taste in fashion. Uh, d- doctor, I, I'm not sure what my fashion choices have to do with getting my, uh, my surgery done. Well, I was trying to avoid this explanation, but you see, people who have poor choices in fashion have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem drives a lot of stress. Stress creates a vacuum for parasites and antibodies <laughs> to come into the body to affect all of the 
the organs and vitamins and stuff. It's a bunch of stuff from back in my medical school days. But needless to say, if you don't come in here with some better swag, um, we won't be cutting you open and helping you. Okay, but I mean, my fashion's fine. There's nothing wrong with, <laughs> with what I'm wearing. It's, there's nothing wrong with it if, if you have low self-esteem. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with my clothes? Well, you know, let's first look at your shirt here. I don't know whether it's supposed to fit tight or loose. I'm confused right there. I just got Do it off the rack. I, I didn't like, get it <laughs> fitted or anything. You know, it doesn't matter where you get it. It matters how you portray it. And I just don't feel the confidence that I need to do the surgery that I can do. This is a two-way street. The patient has to have confidence so that the surgeon can have confidence. Otherwise, there will be a vacuum that opens up in my body (laughs) and antibodies and stress and all that. You know, I've talked about that from my medical school days. So what you're saying is my poor fashion could kill you. Yes, (laughs) and everybody else in the operating room. It cannot allow, you know, I mean, are you, are those... Socks and sandals. Socks and sandals. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Socks and sandals. My feet get cold. Doctor, is this the guy? You need me to escort him out the the hospital? Yes, please. Um, You call security on me? Absolutely. We take this matter very seriously. We're going to have to go through the back hallways so you don't possibly infect the other patients in the hospital with your fashion taste. Oh, don't don't forget your prescription. Uh, Doctors (laughs) ordered you to go to the Galleria. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. There's a coupon? Yep. Yep. 10% off. Okay. Neiman Marcus. Okay. I would suggest you start there. They'll fix you up right. Then see me back in two weeks with the receipts to make sure that you actually <laughs> used the coupon. Okay. We <laughs> cut to Neiman Marcus in the personal shopper section. Um, hi, I have a, a coupon Ooh, prescription. And you need it. My gosh. Yeah. Um, sorry, my, my doctor sent me here. I'm not quite sure what I'm looking for. Oh. Our doc, is it is it Dr. Wood? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the best. He he identified your low self-esteem. He said, yeah, something about my, yeah. my fashion. Yeah, that, and he wouldn't do the surgery on you, would he? No. He, mm, it's yeah. unfortunate. Well, how much time do you have? I mean, is it a life-saving or life-sparing surgery, or is it something? Uh, um, yeah, it, it's stuff about you know, snoring. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's important. Yeah. All right, we'll get you fixed up. Uh, so what size are you? Um. Shoe size or? The First, everyone knows when you ask about fashion, we go from head to toe. Cephalocaudal, proximal distal. That means head to toe, <laughs> in, out. What size do you wear? What shirt size? Um, can you look at my, my, my collar? Oh, I has need it. I, Andre, I, I never remember Andre, yes. we have a hard case out here. I heard you say cephalocaudal. <laughs> That's right. I knew it was a hard case. <laughs> you should know. I asked what size he wore. Do you know what he said? What did he say? What, my shoe size? What? <laughs> he didn't start in his head? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my <Huh>? goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my. Go- you are very ill, aren't you, sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I mean, you guys are making me feel bad, too. Like, And I hope you don't feel bad. I'm going to put on gloves for this. I know, because the stress that you could induce can affect the both of us. You see, there's a vacuum effect that can occur. (laughs) I don't know if you've heard of this, but there's a vacuum that occurs. I've heard of it. It's parasites. Okay. Well, anyway, we need need to get you you going. Yeah, so so, so, so I need to learn more about what's going on at the core here. Because what we do here is we try to save lives. They save lives at the hospital. We save lives here as well. Okay. What do you do for a living? Um... 
I work with computers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, 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 see. Mm-hmm. We can already see the lack of confidence right there. He just works with computers. It sounded like he said he worked for computers. For, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, 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 it was, like the computer was his master. Does a computer ever tell you you look great today? Uh, never. Not, you no. have no fashion sense if you just mm-hmm. work with computers. Okay, go I on. I program all my computers to tell me I look great every day. Every day. Oh. But anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, that's, that's about it. I oh, know. that's about uh, it. He has no confidence. That's what he does for a living. He has one sentence answer. When was the last time you went on a date, sir? Um, I think it's been, it's been about um, six months. You see, I oh. already knew he wasn't married. Yep. Not because yep. he didn't wear a ring, but just because he looked like no woman was depending on him <laughs> for a day-to-day exchange of ideas, love, and or affection. I could tell that as soon as oh I walked up. gosh, this guy here. All right, well, let's just, just go ahead and take all that stuff off that you have on. We just, I don't even want to see that. This socks and sandal thing is just <laughs> it's causing me to cough a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I'm are, you, are, you, are you already, are you feeling okay? You feel, it, I am a little. Okay? Go, go ahead, go ahead and take a, take a break. Take I will, a break. I will. I'll step okay. in the back. I'll step, step in the back. Step back, get some fresh air. Okay, I'll do that. I'll deal with this. Take off the socks and sandals. Okay, done. <laughs> are you? Are you are you into this right now? What's going on here? Uh, I yeah. feel like I, you're just f- going with the flow. I'm just I'm just really nervous about. We're talking about saving on. your life. Yeah, yeah, and I tr- I trust you guys. Can you? Can do you, you even know my name? It says Clark on, on your <laughs> name tag. But do you know Clark? No, I don't. You just, you, you're right, but you already trust me because I, I have confidence. Okay. And All right. Yeah. Put on uh put on this hat. Thanks. All right, put on the suit. Okay. You see, you see, do, you, do you feel it? What do you feel? Uh, I feel pretty good. My feet are still cold. I'm not wearing any shoes. <laughs> worry about your feet. Worry yeah. about your heart. Worry about your soul. Okay, yeah, the, the, rest of, the rest of my body feels good. All right, say your name. My name is John. What? <laughs> John, why did it take you so long to say your own name? I, was, I don't know. <laughs> Just, let's say your name. My name is John. Louder. My name is John. Yeah, there you go. You're already, you're already looking better. Thanks. You don't, I, we're, we're good, actually. I think we're good here. We don't want to go too far too fast. No shoes? No, not yet. You're not ready for that. Okay. If you have too, too much fashion at once, you can go into a cardiac arrest. Okay, well, I guess I'll put my, my uh, socks and sandals no, back on. <laughs> no, leave those off. Trust me. You trust me, right? You yeah. trust Clark. Mm-hmm. All right. I need you to go out there. I need you to find yourself someone to love, someone to exchange ideas with. Okay. I, I don't go get my surgery now? No, 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 no. Find someone to love first. Come back for the rest of the wardrobe. Surgery. Here's some vouchers. What are these for? <laughs> for love. Oh, and also two for one wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and <scene>. <laughs> Two for one two wings. Two for one wing. <laughs> it's a happy date night. <laughs> yeah, you gotta feel it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I did have a question and I forgot what it was. Oh. But please continue on the importance <laughs> of culture. <laughs> well, really, um, someone brought it up earlier. They were talking about like reading levels among children. Mm, that's right. It was about uh, yeah, reading comprehension and the importance in our society. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, there was like some sort of article. I think it was New York Times. That was just like um, thirty years ago. So that was like nineteen eighty nine. Um, the average fifteen year old could read like 
two levels higher than the average 15 year old today. So like when you're 15, what grade are you? And you're like, what, ninth grade? Mm -hmm. So that means our ninth graders now are reading at seventh grade levels. And um, that started around when like the No Child Left Behind Act started, mm. where they're just like, let's start testing. Let's start like trying to figure out like what's going on with these kids. And like at that same time, like the arts in our schools started declining freedom like from recess and stuff like that like i learned some students stop recess at third grade i was like third grade for real they you don't like, have recess anymore they don't have mm -hmm. recess after second what mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> but what like that sounds like um a, a factory kind of environment <laughs> you know yeah mm -hmm. and um you know like this kind of time for kids to just like use their brains for something other than like this intense amount of like studying for a test and then like they want kids to understand not only the story but like the meaning behind the story which means like you actually have to be invested in the story to begin with and you have to have like a reading level that allows you to get invested in the story but most kids don't actually read an entire book anymore because like those reading circles we were talking about that we really liked as a kid, those have gone away. Yeah. They're not there anymore. And you, you know what's <laughs> kind of interesting, and I could be completely off on this, but I feel like because of the internet, kids probably read more words in a day than they used to, just because they're looking at their phone and what people post, but the words that they're reading are not well-written. <laughs> like, yeah. Or not even just, words, emojis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and emojis, and just yeah. things other people write who can't read or write well. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, my question is, is like, because um, language is malleable, like our vernacular changes, this is obvious, like old English is not the same as our current day English, so it's not even about any of that. It's too high maintenance. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it literally is. Like, if you've ever read Chaucer, you'll be like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then you, you, know, you realize, like, this is the reason why we dropped a lot of these words. We don't want to use them anymore. And then at the end of the day, English is like three languages that have just, like, been smacked into one. It's like Latin, German, and um, I think... Uh, old English yeah. and French. Yeah, so about, yeah. like English is like the bastard of all languages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so like when you're talking about kids learning how to read, you're really talking about kids learning like that, like the intricacies of all that. And it's too much. It's too much, especially because people don't have the same amount of concentration they used to have. And it also goes back to the Internet. Like, if you could browse through a thousand things in an hour today, whereas, like, 30 years ago when, like, reading levels were higher, you know, it's just like, what are we doing today? I don't know. I was thinking about looking at the clouds for, like, three hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. People weren't reading all day. They were, you know. <laughs> that would be a small part of anything that they do. Yeah. Read, like, the newspaper, maybe a book later. That's, <laughs> that's about it. And your mind yeah. needs that time to just be creative to make its own connections. Mm -hmm. And so these are more and more the reasons why I was just like, um, I might like reading, but it's not working. And um, I want to figure out how we can utilize art more so mm -hmm. than words. Because also when you get to a certain level, you realize it doesn't really matter how much you say. Like it only matters what someone like understands. understands. Yep and what they're taking in. So you could have like 
the highest diction and you could be putting out all these points and we've seen this on TV, we've seen this in debates and people are just like, you know, I didn't really like that guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I say that so much for Being all, my, all my friends that are like, you know, the, the proper way to say this is this. I said the, the most important thing is how they receive the information. Yes. They know what you mean. It doesn't matter like how you say it or, you know, and all that stuff and, Unfortunately, that hurts a lot of people's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Being likable is more important than being right a lot of times. Absolutely. Do big words make you unlikable, though? Yes. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Really? They do. It makes people feel insecure, especially if they don't know the word. <laughs> I, or what it means. Or what it means. It could be insulting. Yes. You know? And I used to I used to pride myself on like knowing these words, especially when I was younger, like when I was 18, 19, and I'd be dating and I would use these big words, and like the guy would be looking at me, and I would be like, "That word means this," and he'd oh, be like, "I know what no. that word means." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But you assumed he didn't know. You know, but like also there would be like a long pause. It just <laughs> he was probably trying to like, do I say a little word that's up here? Or do I respond normally and look idiot? You and, know? You, and you know what happened? They always broke up with me because I was unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to uh, <laughs> we cut to a date night, um, sweetie. Yeah, babe. This is gonna be really hard for me to do, but you embarrassed me yesterday. When? In front of my coworkers, when you were saying all those really big words, and you know they're just a bunch of you know tech people. You know they don't really care about big words and now they're I don't think we should date anymore are you kidding I mean I'm, I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that I mean are you, are you, are you what, what did you mean to say because I, I don't know what you say sometimes no I'm, I'm I'm I mean yeah like, fine we'll, we'll go with kidding I'm I'm just wow you're gonna break up with me because I use words that people you work with don't understand and that embarrassed you. Well, I spent a lot of my time with my coworkers, and I don't want them to feel like I'm pretentious. You know, I just want them to be like, "Hey, what's up, John?" Honey, and honey, are are you you basically what you just said is that ninety percent of your time is spent with troglodytes, <laughs> and these troglodytes uh, was that are, a dinosaur or something? I'm saying it's 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 an ancient man. I mean, someone whose level of thinking, understanding, um, you know, performing duty is is at a very base or almost prehistoric level. If you're dealing with people who exist in that in that realm that you want to be associated with that, you are okay with their opinions or their thoughts about you. I, I'm I'm having some misgivings here. I'm not sure. I'm not sure um, how how I should even proceed. I, I thought I thought you wanted more out of life. I thought you were. I do. I want to go on vacations, and right. I want to be able to post the pictures and under the caption with little simple images that everybody can understand. Even if they are triceratops or whatever you just said, <laughs> I want them. I want to be simple. I don't want to complicate life, and I feel like. You're, you're forcing me to make life more complicated than it has to be. 
Okay, I can't even. The word was troglodyte. <laughs> I can't even. That's but, what I. That's what I said. Right. That's what I'm, I. We we cut to uh, her at brunch with some of her girlfriends. Okay, Dartmouth girls in the house. Hey, hey, hey. hey. girl. I when you called us, uh-huh. I was so surprised. It, it sounds like there's some trouble with Jim. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Oh, I, I I was I, I was casting my pearls before swine. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, I know exactly I, what you mean. I, you know, it's okay if you go to a state school. Public school is okay. A public college is okay. But I thought he wanted more out of life. Come on. He sits in front of a computer all day. He sees words. You mean to tell me that I'm using things, words that he doesn't understand? Your lexicon is phenomenal, okay? You don't need to lower it for anybody. Aren't I right? Aren't I right? You're right. I mean, when I heard, I dropped my dictionary. I was so surprised. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was reading through the the thesaurus. You know, upping my synonyms. You know, working on my synonym game. I don't don't want to get rusty there. And uh, and I came right over. I was playing words with friends. You know, (laughs) smashing everybody on the game. I know you got. You're my rock. I mean, all you you ladies are you. You understand the standard to which we should hold all men and all of our really the people in our lives. You know what I think. What do you think? I think Jim is persnickety. He always seemed a bit persnickety to me. Very, very persnickety. The most persnickety-iest person I've ever met in all my days. But to my surprise, apparently he's a little bit picky-uni, okay? I thought he would. I mean, persnickety made me feel that he wanted more, but picky-uni, he's just... You know, tiny thoughts, small town, small guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be captured by that. I don't want that to, to, to hold me down and oh. hold me back. Yeah. You know what, Dartmouth girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take her out on the town, yes. and she's gonna meet some very dashing young men tonight with mm-hmm. vocabularies. Okay. Exactly. That is what we're looking for. That's, 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 that's the club that's, we're going to. Actually. The bigger Voca- the vocabulary, we're going to vocabulary. <laughs> we're going to vocabulary yes, <laughs> And we cut to uh, the girls walking into the door vocabulary later mm, that night. Mm, 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 All right, girls, mm, keep an eye out for yeah. a, ni- a guy with a nice big brain. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, the first way you know they've got a big brain is to talk to him. So I'm gonna mosey up to the bar. Oh, you're gonna? Oh, okay. I thought mm. you're gonna go right up to some guy. You're gonna? Go- yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna still do it in like a you know bar type way. I gotta. I can't just go right up and. Can I say something real quick? What? Ever since you got with Jim, you say things like bar type way. Oh. And I, I, it, it, just, it just bothers me. I hate to see it happen. Yeah, it was like nails on the chalkboard when you said bar serious? type. It's a bit yeah. of a turn off. You know? Oh, no. You're not going to catch a big brain guy <laughs> like that. He rubbed off on me. Okay. Well, you know there's a vacuum. Yeah, there's a but yeah that's 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 crazy that a guy i mean (laughs) i mean have you have you found yourself in that position often though to where like me you're talking with a group of people and you're just like explaining things you're essentially mansplaining things to them um (laughs) brainsplaining well okay so i teach and of course that counts basically in (laughs) teaching you have to like there are going to be some students who are just not going to understand. So you have to be like, okay, guys, let's start 
in a at a level that's like low and then work our way up like i remember when i first started teaching they're just like do not lower your addiction or your and like what you're giving to them because you want them to rise to you right but also like when you're if you want to fight that fight you know (laughs) 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 um and sometimes, you know, teenagers, they just get emotional. They get insecure about the smallest things. Mm-hmm. And it's on both levels. It's like the smart kids are just, like, upset that you're re-explaining something. The low-level kids are just, like, really appreciative, but they don't want to say anything. So you get, like... Yeah, they might be kind of embarrassed. You get it from both sides. And so you, I usually start off, like, okay, guys, we're going to review. This is for everyone. You know, even if you know it, it's really good to, you know, just review the information. It's always good to know the basics. So we go over the basics, and then we get to the higher levels. That's when, like, the kids who are at the lower levels start to act up. They're class clowns. They don't want to do it. And it's just like, you know. So in teaching, what I've learned is you speak simply and directly. It saves your breath. (laughs) It saves your emotional energy. (laughs) If you say it in a way that's simple, um, you know, and that everyone can understand, it just, it's more eloquent anyways. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes, what you also learn is like when people start using large words, um, it's because they want to show off. Yep. And um, oftentimes, it just comes out clunky. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Can, can I th- tell me? <coughs> you don't have to answer this. This is personal. But uh, since when do you think about uh, speaking to maybe to like children, to like babies who are learning the language? Do you do you see yourself using baby talk to no. babies, or do you speak? To- because I prefer to speak to them like they're it's, a It's person. best that you speak to them in the language that you want yeah. them to kind of adopt. Yeah. It helps their, their growth and even excites them to start reading because they make connections to the words. Yeah. You and know? also, like, I'm having a baby, and I was just like, I don't want to speak baby gibberish to my baby. Like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would just rather speak how I speak. Yeah. And, you know, like, children are fast learners. Like, yeah. in fact, they're, like, the fastest learner. <laughs> yes, they're sponges. Incredibly yeah. fast. Um, <laughs> cut to um, dad and son at the park. All right, son. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to go out there and play way with your friends? Dad, don't don't talk to me like that. Oh, it's going to be a really jolly good time, son. He's going to be out there just all the things you guys do on the monkey bars, you know. That I'm 11 years old. I don't need to play on monkey You're bars anymore. You're a big boy now. Uh-huh. I still got your Pampers in, in the car. You want me to go get the Pampers, man? I don't man? need Pampers. Big boy. I haven't need, needed them for years, Dad. I, uh, I'm i fine. I, I Mom got me a cell phone the other day. I'm trying to work that out. and um, I don't play on monkey bars. I Maybe we can throw a ball around or something. Oh, I don't want to break your little will. Witty, witty, behind. Ding, 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 ding. Sorry, that's the thing is my phone. Hello? Hey, boo, 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 boo. Hi, Mom. Are you out with your daddy? Ready, ready, ready? I'm out with my father. Yes, you I am. Play with your friend. Uh, play, play date, play date, You guys should not date. set up play dates with is me anymore. Is that my granny wanny son? Hi, Grandma. Oh, how are you doing, baby? I'm, I'm doing okay. Do you need Mama's tip? What? 
Mom, give her the phone. You know what? <laughs> you know Greenie like to joke, 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 joke. She wanna make you laugh. Well, you I'm gonna laughing? hang up. I'm gonna hang what? up gonna if you talk laugh. like this. I'm gonna hang. I can't talk to you Are like you this. You gonna laugh? You right. gonna laugh? Hang on. Dad, I got. I got. Can I have a conversation with you? I got some quick? of your mom's breast milk in the car just Why in case you break a sweat. <laughs> Why do you? It's have better that? than Gatorade, son. Better than great. It Gatorade. revived your little self when you came out of the womb, and you survived on it for three years. Yeah, yeah, I did. And we put it in your cereal. You were still eating it, getting all those little itty bitty nutrition in your little gut. Just stop it. Just stop it. Okay, just stop it. Okay. People can hear us. I, I, I've actually had to work really hard to not speak like you anymore <laughs> because that's what I heard a lot of my life. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm doing better in school, and I'm making actual friends. You don't have to set up play dates with Edwin anymore, okay? I don't want to play with Edwin. He's weird like you guys are, and I don't want to associate it with him anymore. <sighs> Sorry to say that. I am. It's just, it's, it's been weighing on me. Go to timeout. That. I'm not going to go to timeout. Go I'm to just... timeout. Why? I don't know, son. You made a lot of sense, all right? And my mother and your mother have been forcing me to do this for you. And it's been breaking my heart, all right? And I, I, and I love that you are unplugging from the Matrix. I need you to run, wow. son. Wait, what? I need you to get out of here. Run? Run. The, Take some of your mother's breast milk no, with I you just in case you need some. You're going to need this. Run. Get away from our family. We're holding you back, son. <laughs> Take can't, my advice. Why can't you just talk you to You are them? dropping the breast milk. You might be able to sell that somewhere, son. I'm not going to sell mom's breast milk. I'm not going to. Dad, what are you doing? I'm cutting you from the umbilical cord. Something we should have done a long time ago. And he, and he, he slams the door and he just peels off and drives away, leaving the kid holding a couple of bottles of breast milk standing in the park. <laughs> what the? What? What am I supposed to do now? I don't have any money. Is that the cell phone in these bottles? Oh, uh, maybe maybe I can call mom. Maybe I can sort something out here. No, I can't call her. I can't call her. Uh, 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 I'll call Pete. Yeah, from school. Hello. Hey, Pete. Yeah. You gotta help me out. My dad just left me in the park, and 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 I, I, I don't know what to do. I got I got breast milk. I'll barter. I don't know. Okay. I mean, you can come to my house. I can come live with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Uh, I, I, I'm on my way. And he hops on the bus, <laughs> exchanges breast milk for bus fare. It's <laughs> 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 down to Pete's house. <sighs> Thank you, man. Thank you. I just got to sort something out. I got a lot going on in my head. That's okay. Um, you can come, come, come in and meet, meet my parents. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, are you sure it's okay? Yeah, they said it's fine that, you know, I can have a friend sale if, if he needs to, so. Cool. All right. Yeah. Mom, Dad. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, I have a friend. He's my friend I, t- I was telling you about who needs to stay here for a, a little bit. Oh, did you run a background check on him yet? Um, I haven't, um, but. Um, Come over here, son. Go ahead and put your your thumb in this here black ink and um, go get your fingerprint here. My fingerprint? Yeah. I'm sorry. My, my parents are like really, uh, they treat everybody like a, 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 a strange adult. Okay. <laughs> Face me. All right. One picture. Now uh, sideways. Wait, stand, sideways. Stand next to the, the measurement, son. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Sure. Fine, wait. 
bitch. Right. I just wanted to thank you guys for letting me stay here no for a problem. while. Can you uh, open your legs, spread your butt cheeks? <laughs> what? Yeah, spread your butt cheeks. Spread your butt cheeks. While you're at uh, spreading your butt cheeks, go ahead and uh, look over that lease form right there. Actually, I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm He's I don't clean. Think I should do that. He's clean. Okay, the background check came back clean. Okay. No All credit right. score, though. No credit score. <laughs> no credit score. score. No, no. I'm 11. <laughs> You're going to need a co-signer to be able to stay here. Yeah. With, uh, a co-signer? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what that is. Somebody that vouches for you. Let's, let's us know that in case something goes wrong here in the house, that, you know, there's somebody else who can take care of it, replace things financially. I don't know. Co-signer. Do you, do you have a deposit? You can put I down. Have, I have this bottle of my mother's breast milk. Bottle of the breast, breast milk. milk. Yeah, they're going that's like three hundred dollars on the market. Three hundred, right yeah, it's not bad. And seeing. How would you know that? <laughs> my wife's still breast pumping. I mean, <laughs> breast pumping milk. She always goes. We should sell this shit. Y'all okay? <laughs> I mean, no, it's serious. Like, yeah, there's a market for that's it. That's a real Gosh. market. Where do you sell it? Um, there's there's organizations this, and you know like buy group chats. Yeah, yeah. group mm-hmm. chats. Because there's a great so there's a lot of women that end up not being able to uh, produce milk or at least get the baby to latch on, and Similac and all those other you know scientifically generated formulas are super duper expensive. Um, and some women still want the natural vitamins that come out of a woman and. So we're trying to we're trying to figure out how we can uh, mass produce. <laughs> Don't say mass produce. Don't we're trying, say that. We're trying to figure out how we can scale our breast milk brand <laughs> like Coca Cola. <laughs> that, that's some good stuff right there. Try that sample blindfold samples. <laughs> so all these babies selling the market, but no, it's surprisingly it's a pretty niche, but pretty important market. A lot mm-hmm. of you know, women are still buying that. Yeah. But you're getting somebody else's vitamins. You got, I mean, they did it in slavery. Like, I know. So it was it's different. Saying. I'm just saying. Now it should be stuff. better, right? You have vitamins. You have doctors. You have health insurance. You have all these technological advances. But what if my body is making vitamins for the children that I produce? Like, my body knows that maybe, you know, my son didn't get this, this, this. And so it's like, okay, we're going to give it to them in the breast milk. But your child might already have that. And now you got two or three of them, whatever the vitamins I'm, my body's making. Well, the point is that your body's not making the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> See? The body wants to. It's just not. It's just not able. It's just not able. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of stuff I want to do as well. But you got to subsidize it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, yeah, not to veer off there. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Very niche but it is, man. It, it's a big. It's the what they call it, the uh, liquid gold, liquid man. Liquid gold, yeah. Liquid I gold. Mean, we got the, the liquid gold rush, man. I just got done at a prenatal class, and yeah, just got done talking about all that. There's many things that are odd that I find just really odd, like um. They're just like, hey, after you have that baby, uh, have you ever thought about giving us the blood from the cord? The placenta and yeah, all that. Yeah, like, and then they're like, MD Anderson will collect it for free. <laughs> but, but, so the first and, well, I didn't do it. Yeah, first and the second child I had, uh, the first one they tried to, I didn't have, my wife no, had. Okay. Um, 
uh, they first they came in and asked if we wanted to donate it, and we said no. But then they took it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is technically ours. (laughs) (laughs) This came out of my wife's body, just like the baby did. Uh, And why do I have to negotiate with you? Like, if I took a shit, sorry, Antoine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like, if I want to take it home, you can't say, no, you did it in our toilet. It's ours, you know. And if you was, I mean, yeah, I would still fight you. I mean, like, it just goes down to, like, my personal distrust of like the hospitals but you know like a lot of black people just don't just like they don't trust doctors but um like in the class i was just like so i have the baby and the placenta goes out of my body what do you do with it and they're just like it's medical waste i was just like but you know you've already told me that you want the blood They're just like, well, you could take it home. There's a new policy in Texas, but you have to, like, take it out immediately. And I'm just like, but I'm on the table. And they're not going to let you. And I can't go nowhere. You know, they're just like, well, we consider it like an organ. So you have to have someone there with, like, the little ice chest ready, (laughs) you know, to take your placenta away. I mean... We cut to yes. we cut to the end of a, a prenatal class. All right, that was a great class, everybody. Good work, good work. And uh, I just want to, before everybody leaves, have a bit of an offer for you. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want everybody to look at the board here. We got some numbers. All right, because what is within you, it can be worth a lot. And uh, we want to talk about some possible business opportunities. <laughs> we have a few contracts here and and an ice chest to show. Uh, what sort of conditions we work in, okay? So, is anyone interested in selling us your placentas and blood and whatever else you want to offer? I am open. It's kind of like Shark Tank, except it's whatever comes out of your body. Well, what do we get for it? Uh, great question. Great question. So, depending on your lifestyle, uh, the the organ is worth a certain amount, okay? So, you... Uh, I believe that you said you do some yoga. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. You used to do yoga mm-hmm. and you used to run a lot. Mm-hmm. So you, your, your placenta is probably worth a lot of money. You oh. know, you should think about that on the market. It would go for a good price. Uh, I, I got a question. Sure thing. Are you a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you a vampire? That's a weird question. Well, we're all Can you answer it? We're all wondering. That's a weird question. That's it a is pretty question. dark in here. Yeah. yeah. Cold. I mean, it's like, what? We're here at night, which is very weird. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, look. There's, got, there's a lot of fluids that are generating within your bodies, okay? And it's going to be a lot of excess. It's what we consider medical waste. And there's a whole lot of stuff you got to go through in order to handle it. We can take it off your hands. If you sign this contract... Hey, that's not a coat on the back of his chair. It's a cape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is yes. This is my uh, prenatal teacher cape. Yes, <laughs> it's something that most prenatal instructors have. Let's not focus on it. Let's talk more about your fluids. Okay. Does anyone else have any questions about the market? So I'm a stripper. Um, how much is my placenta worth? Ooh. Um, I work out all the time. Yeah. I shake my buttocks about 1,000 gyrations mm-hmm. per song. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my body fat ratio is at 12%, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
But you, you probably ingest a lot of glitter throughout your <laughs> work, right? It's not great for the baby. And smoke, you're right. And smoke, yes. <laughs> Yes, it's not good for your blood either. It makes it taste. I mean, it makes it uh, look. Yeah. Oh. Nothing to worry about. Okay, the slip of the tongue okay. happens all the time. Uh, I, I, you know, I was, I went to Dartmouth a number of years ago, and uh, you know, ever since then, my vocabulary has been slipping on me. I also have a, another question. Um, what do you consider that hairstyle? With the widow's peak, is that new? Mm-hmm. Is that a new hairstyle? Hair the, is the widow's peak coming back in style? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. But what I major in is not hairstyles. It's babies and your bodies. Does anyone actually? You know what? This is all great. A lot of great questions. If anyone's interested, step with me into the back room, and uh, we can go through the paperwork. Okay. Everyone else can leave. Oh no! Uh, we we come back to uh, vocabularies. Hey, uh, what about that guy over there? The one with the cave. The one with the cave and the widow's peak. Yeah. Hey, what? he's by himself. I know. He's, he's drinking a glass of red wine. Wine? wine? Is that wine? Oh. That's it's always a mark of a learned man. Yeah. yeah. Red wine. Maybe he went to maybe he went to Princeton. I don't know. I'm not gonna hold it against him. All right, I'll just go up there. Okay. Hi. How are oh, you? Oh, hello. Ah, yeah, you come to vocabularies often? Uh yeah, yeah, I like to I like to come here. I haven't seen you around though. I've been coming here since it opened. Oh yeah, this is my penultimate visit um mm, here and um I, like that. I uh So so you you, have, you have one more visit after you this? You got it because I don't frequent clubs that often. Mm. So uh, I just, you know, Okay, so a lot of people don't girls. see you. That's that's what you're saying? Uh out in the town? Don't don't well no okay okay hey that's pretty odd hey who who, who ordered these uh, spicy garlic wings anybody uh, order these spicy um, garlic wings is this you brother oh. no 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 I'll tell you yeah yeah here you go here you go oh I love garlic down the house for shutting the kitchen down thank you so much I love them here at vocabulary ma'am can you not so generous what's wrong with the garlic wings I just don't really like the Oh my God! Mm, so, mm, so good. Loud. I'm gonna go. Well, no. Wait a minute. To we the bathroom. We had not finished talking. Is that a cape? <laughs> Is a prenatal cape? Yes. I teach prenatal. Um, can you please face another direction? What's the problem you... with the garlic wings? They're just so garlicky. Oh, I just need. I'm getting a little hot. I'm gonna unbutton my top here. Oh, oh my! Where did you see my uh, my uh, my cross? My cross and chain, my cross and chain. <laughs> on my necklace. Oh, you I mean, a, mm, at a okay. sneeze or something. You know, I read that if your self-esteem is low, it can open you up <laughs> to all sorts of bacteria <laughs> and parasites. You have low self-esteem. I used to, but I got this cape from Neiman Marcus, so oh. now I'm much better and seen. Okay. <laughs> and that is the can't tell us nothing show, everybody. Uh, thank you, Shatana, for. Thank uh, you. Uh, for being here. <laughs> Let people know where they can find you and what's going on. Um, If you're looking for me out in the town, you're definitely going to find me at the Houston Museum of African American Culture on February 22nd for the Black Speculative Arts Movement Conference. And, and, and what is that? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, So it is a cultural art-based learning conference. We're looking for anyone who's interested in learning more about African, African American culture, but through art. Um, we're going to have like VR field trips, 
TSU, um, we have an internship going with TSU where we're going to be teaching like um, Andinkra symbols and African symbolism through different art projects. Um, we definitely have a bunch of like performances. Um, I know that Erica Pierce, she's going to be doing some Afro beats, um, dancing, like a workshop on that. And then we have, um, oh, they call them read alouds. <laughs> so Imagerid is one of our partners and uh, we're gonna have like a bunch of people from the community come and read some of their favorite books um, in a very animated way. Um, so like if you wanna have that book circle that we, you know, yeah. <laughs> have been missing. <laughs> um, definitely come out for that. And in addition, you'll just get to experience a lot of the things that, um, like I do as a cultural worker, especially through my business, artivism, community art. Um, uh, the last little thing is we will definitely have local black businesses or entrepreneurs um, selling their wares. And the University of Houston is going to be having a series of like panel discussions on how we can utilize science fiction or speculative fiction or arts in our um, teaching of our culture as opposed to just kind of like having um, maybe only like a small concentrated historical and anthropological way of teaching black culture. So like instead of just like, you know, in 1960 there was the civil rights movement more so like integrating uh, philosophy <coughs> into everything that we do um, through art. Oh, awesome. And, and where can people go online to find out more about this? Okay. So there are a couple of places. If you are on Facebook, you can always go on to Artivism Community Art. That's my business page. And you'll find all the information about the conference. If you don't like Facebook, we're on Instagram. If you don't like social media, we have a website. It's called artivismcommunityart.com. Artivismcommunityart.com. And then last but not least, if you're just like, I'm not really a part of that internet game at all. Um, <laughs> we definitely... How are you here? <laughs> <laughs> there are some people. There are some people. Um, we have presentations about our conference um, with different groups like the University of Houston, TSU, Prairie View, um, and they definitely advertise that um, through their own means. So, yes, these are different ways that you can always find out about us. All right. Yeah. Great, great. And if you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at CTUN Improv, all those places, CTUN Improv on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. And the website. And the website, CTUNimprov.com. And also on YouTube. Check us out. Mm -hmm. um, you can follow us on Facebook and our website for show information for upcoming shows and stuff like that. So for Meech, for John, for Tandy, for myself, Antoine, for Shikana, yeah. thank you for being here again. That is the Canto's Nothing Show. We are out.